0: With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com.
1: Good hitter's count right here. Caulick looking for his first triple A hit. Here's a drive to right. This is it. Well, it's deep. It's back and it is gone. A line drive home run to right field off the bat of Jared Kelnick just turning on the 3-0 pitch and drilling it just roping it over the low wall in right field one and one to Kelnick and this pitch is a swing and a drive to right and he has done it again his second home run of the game and this one lands well out of here to right field towards the hill, headed up towards the tennis courts. Jared Keldick with his second home run of the game.
0: It's BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network.
1: Yes, it is BetQL Daily. Ryan Horbot in for Joe O. Joe back tomorrow here with Ross Tucker. BetQL Daily here on a Thursday afternoon. We got a full Major League Baseball slate, which is going to be starting here shortly. NBA to break down as well. We got lightning bets. Coming up about an hour from now. If you haven't done so, download the BetQL app today. Use the promo code DAILY for 20% off any subscription. BetQL helps you beat the sports books. assist sports bettors of all types from the first-time bettors to hardcore, make more informed betting decisions using data and analytics. Get started today at BetQL.com. Also available on the Apple App Store and Google Play, the Odyssey app. Also, one of my favorites. That's where I catch the big time baseball podcast, Tony Gwen Jr. with Cody Decker. In case you guys haven't missed that one, you could find that again, podcast, apple.com, the Odyssey Network. We're joined now by Tony Gwen Jr. You can find him on Twitter at Tony Gwen Jr. Does radio for the Padres over on 937 The Fan in San Diego. Tony, how you doing today, man? Thanks for giving us a couple minutes. I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing really, really good. Uh, Let's start with the situation going on right now with the Padres, the COVID situation. What's the latest there?
0: Well, right now, uh, it it seems that um, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. and Will Myers uh, ended up getting COVID, and because of contact tracing, Eric Hosmer, uh, Jorge Mateo, uh, and Jerickson Profile all had to to go on the IL as well. So the Padres uh, right now are missing some pretty big pieces, to say the least, offensively.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And when you look at that division, I mean, obviously, right now you don't want to lose anybody. Still early in the season. What's been the biggest surprise in the division for you, Tony? Because I was high on the Giants coming into the season, but I didn't expect them to perform like this. You know, the first half. You know, the first couple months of the year.
0: Yeah, I mean anybody, anybody saying that they they did expect this result, I, I think would be would be a liar. But uh, I, I think they're the biggest surprise, no doubt. I think uh, there was there was some there was some evidence at least last year that this team was a, a, a competitive team and a scrappy team, right? They they only missed the playoffs by one uh, one game, and I, I know I understand it was a sixty game season, but even still, with the division. Uh, being as tough as it was at the top they still were were really right in the thick of things so um it, it is a little bit surprising and, and you got to like what the, how this roster is is kind of constructed right you got a bunch of one year guys Gosman uh De they've all come out and pitched well on on basically one year prove it deals and um it, it's it's kind of low risk high ceiling type of thing for far-eyed eye who who has kind of put this roster together and, and he's gotten some good payback here early in the season.
2: Tony, I'm curious whether it's, you know, what you were saying about the Padres or like the Yankees coaching staff. Do you know how many of these guys have gotten vaccinated and what the deal is, whether or not, like if you're vaccinated, I know, I guess you can still test positive. So I guess some of these guys theoretically could be vaccinated but they still test positive and still can't participate? Well, I, 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 you do
0: know of this, 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 I think they call it like a breakthrough. Uh, basically, you can be immunized and, and still contract uh, the COVID disease, but that is uh, a small amount of people. But uh, the reality is we don't know. Now, it's up, really up to the player to the, to disclose whether he's been vaccinated or not. Um, that hasn't been anything that the Padres have really dwelled in. I mean, we don't know who's been vaccinated unless they've uh, allowed that to to be um, to be known. And uh, of the guys, and that's pretty much the entire team hasn't really said anything. And I think it's different for every team as you go along, um, but certainly the rules. In terms of if you're on the IL and you are on it on the COVID IL, the rules are a little bit different for vaccinated players than they are for not. I believe if you're vaccinated, you just have to produce two negative tests within the time frame, and you can come back. However, if you're not, I think you are uh, at a minimum ten days there. So we don't know. That hasn't been disclosed to us, so it's hard to tell who's been vaccinated, who has not
2: And then the other question is, you know, we always get to the point where. Well, it's still early in the season. It's still early in the season. It's still early in the season. When you were a player and looking at it now, at what point do we start to say, this is who these teams are? It's not early in the season anymore. Is it 4th of July? Is it June? Is it late July? At what point do we stop saying it's early in the season and start to say, this is who these teams are? Yeah, no, that's a good
0: question. I've always looked at it from the standpoint of it's probably somewhere late June, you know, right before 4th of July, probably after mid-June, you start to know who teams are. You start to get a feel for who's real, who's not, who's going to be in position maybe to make a trade at the deadline, who probably is looking like they're going to be sellers. You start to see all that right at the end of June. And so, you know, baseball is just the way that the season plays out. You kind of have to give it time because you know early in the season, for instance, the padres they dealt with a bunch of different injuries. Uh, now they're dealing with the, this whole the whole COVID IL situation. So um, teams take a little bit to get in the rhythm, and that's just kind of how all the, how the game has always kind of unfolded. But I've always looked at it: end of June, you start to know who the players are.
1: Tony, why have we seen so many no-hitters, and how many more are we going to see this season? I mean, I get it, strikeouts are at an all-time high, uh, batting average an all-time low, but why have we seen so many no-hitters already this season? How many more should we expect?
0: I won't be surprised if, if we see at least a couple more. I mean, the way the, – the velocity that you're seeing now combined with uh, overall hitting approach in Major League Baseball sets up for it to to be just like this. I mean, we're looking at uh, an era that we really haven't seen since, what, like the 60s. So um, I I just think there's – I think it's starting to change. People are starting to understand that if guys are blowing 98-mile-per-hour fastballs at the top of the zone, swinging up might not be the best idea. And I think that's starting to kind of – Kind of spread among major. It's going to take a while. I mean, it, it it it's going to take a while for that to be the norm again. But you are starting to see some guys do it. Just as a whole in the league, you still have a bunch of I think um pitchers that have figured out hitters are are, are trying to you know create launch angle, and they know that with their velocity they could just continue to beat t- guys up top. And there's really nothing the hitters can do until I think they change their approach. Now that being said. I think Major League Baseball is finally under the kind of come to the conclusion that they can't just leave the game as it is. They have to try to do something to make it more watchable. Nobody nobody wants to see guys punching out and walking, and the occasional home run. And, and right now, even those are down. So <laughs> you you got to do something about it at this
1: point. Tony, I'm glad that you brought that up. And we're talking right now, Beck UL daily. It's Ross Tucker, Ryan Horvath in for Joe Ostrowski, Tony Glenn, Jr. A Padres radio broadcaster, also a host over on 93, seven, the fan in San Diego. Great podcast. You just did with uh, Cody Decker. You got to check it out. The big time baseball podcast on the Odyssey app. Um, I wanted to talk about that because, you know, yeah, nobody wants to watch these one nothing games. I mean, I love no-hitters. I really do. And I live here in Milwaukee, and the Brewers, I don't even remember the last no-hitter that was thrown for the Brewers. Carlos Sombrano threw one in Milwaukee, not even playing for the Brewers. Nobody was in attendance. But I feel like the Major League Baseball product, I'm watching more baseball than I have in the last decade. And, I, you know, for example, that Padres-Dodgers, both of those series were great. Do you think Tony that the game how does major league baseball how could they take advantage of all this young talent? I mean, look at all these guys around the league. I think the game's more exciting than ever as far as the players. How do they market the players better? How do they make this product I guess more exciting for like my 8-year-old son who prefers to watch the NBA right now?
0: Yeah, listen I think I I believe that the the biggest issue when you look at it from a 10,000-foot view is that um they don't the two sides don't get along right the reason the nba works so well in terms of marketing is because there's buy-in on both sides they are in it as partners um it is it's just not that way right now for for major league baseball and the players of the union and uh really the best way to take advantage of it is to be on the same page so that you can market these guys the right way and have buy-in. Um, right now, it just doesn't seem like they're on the same page. Ultimately, the Major League Baseball is set up right now to be in a really good situation. You got a bunch of young, talented cats that are, you know, below twenty-five, mm-hmm. and you can have a chance to really move this game in the right. But it's going to take buy-in on both sides, and I'm not even talking about. The collective bargaining and just in terms of moving the game forward that's a that's a piece of it don't get me wrong it's a huge piece of it but they they have to be on the same page and that's really the only way you can market your game in a way that um it it, it, it attracts the younger audience and and not just the younger it just brings people in general to want to watch the game
1: right Right. Absolutely. And I mean, I get it. Everybody wants to see the long ball and everybody wants to watch home runs and high scoring games. I get it. One team I thought we were going to see that from this year was the Yankees. And I played a world series future and it, you know, they've struggled. They're kind of figuring some things out, but I'm out on the Yankees. Tony, if you're buying into one team from the American league, if I want to make a bet today on one team to represent the American league in the world series, who are you buying into right now? I know it's early.
0: That's a good question. Uh, I, I, I mean, Right now I still think the Yankees can still be a team that is good enough to win a world series. Uh, they got to kind of get going in the right direction. And honestly, they've started to pick it up a little bit. And um, for me, in that team it's always been about health and if they're healthy offensively, it can make up for maybe some of the deficiencies elsewhere uh, that they have. That's how explosive that office can be when it, when it's hitting on all cylinders. Now, there are a bunch of question marks for that team still, as I say that. I mean, uh, what are you going to get out of italian Is, is he going to be able to kind of find his – his uh, try to hit that ceiling that people thought that he could he could beat? And uh, for me, I think that's what it really boils down to, is those two things, is, is health and, and can they pitch enough. And um, if they have the first part, I think it makes the second part a lot easier. But I would still say the Yankees are, 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 are a team that can still do it.
2: What about, uh, Tony, in the NL East? Now it's the Mets and the Phillies that are at the top of the division. I'm a Phillies guy. Is that how you think it'll unfold, or do you still think the Braves will be there, and do you think there's anything there with Miami or Washington?
0: I, I picked the Braves, I believe, at the beginning of the season. But I've always felt like this division is a complete toss-up. Um, we've always thought – we've always known Phillies had the talent. It was just that they needed to shore up that bullpen. It mm-hmm. seems like they've, they've done that a little bit. They've addressed that. Uh, I, I'm, I'm surprised that where Atlanta's at. I did not see them getting off to this low of a start. Uh, and They got a run differential of a minus-seven team. I thought that this team would be one of the highest-scored teams in baseball. Uh, but they've just been off to a slow start offensively, and uh, I, the Mets are, are are always a wild card, right? You, they've had a bunch of talent for a while. I mean, you have Francisco Lindor that that adds to that 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 talent pool, but it just seems like they couldn't get out of their own way. But they seem like um, to start the season, they're starting to get their groove, and and they're doing it really with Lindor not really swinging the bat all that well. So and a, and a couple other guys not swinging the bat well on that lineup. So I've always felt like it's a toss up. This one is going to be. The division that I think comes down to the wire out of all of the other divisions.
2: Do you think there's any issues, Tony, with Oakland and the uncertainty now? Do you think that could affect the players? <laughs> no, no. They've been playing in that yard
0: for a long time. And uh they've been due for a, a new stadium and they just haven't been able to get it done. So they're so I'm, I'm sure the dudes in Oakland are so used to this. Uh, whole situation i know it gets ramped up now that major league baseball's gotten involved and and, and are, are okaying the reloc the, the look into relocation but these guys will just keep playing that's kind of the the cloud that hangs over all uh, the oakland organization and i think you probably get used to it as a player and it just kind of becomes a uh, white noise
1: tony thanks so much for giving us a couple minutes today check out the big time baseball podcast out right now with cody decker thanks a lot appreciate it
0: No
1: problem. You guys have a good one. Tony Gwen Jr. You can find him on Twitter. Tony Gwen Jr. Padres radio broadcaster. Host over at 93.7 The Fan in San Diego. Breaking down some Major League Baseball with us. Yeah, the Padres, man. That COVID situation, no good. The Giants have been quite the surprise. And then the Dodgers, they're going to figure it out. But it's crazy that the Dodgers have lost as many games this year that they lost last year in that pandemic-shortened season. Uh, Check out the Big Time Baseball podcast. It's out right now, as you just heard. Tony Gwen Jr. with Cody Decker good stuff and they team up to deliver a major league baseball state of the union. And you know, I don't the dead ball era, I want more runs, but I think the product's been really good so far this season. We'll continue to talk about it, break it all down. You're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.